Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are continuing our discussion on change. Uh, In the last episode, we talked about the importance of change in the creative process. And in the one prior to that, about the blocks and lack of motivation, we mentioned that these are sometimes harbingers of of change. Uh, Given how important it is in the big picture, uh, what are some reasons why we may resist it? The outside world of galleries and collectors can be a big reason we avoid change uh, or worry about it. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. And this is kind of the more practical side of our discussion in the last couple weeks. Um, and, and to me, this is actually maybe the most important part. Um, I feel like it's, uh, it's really important for people who are uh, trying to be career artists to be considering uh, the big picture in terms of selling their work. Right. But at the same time, not allowing worries and fears about change uh, as other people see it to hold you back. Correct. So it's it's always, <laughs> as so many things in the art world, a balancing act. Um, in the last episode, though, we, we talked about um, our friend... Uh, Joan Geary. Joan Geary, uh, who uh, a friend of hers was a, a gallerist who was encouraging her to, to change and to explore new ideas in her work. So those uh, pressures can go both ways. Right. Um, so I think that... Uh, what we've covered so far is that the artist is is going to change. It's sort of inevitable if you allow it, if you were open to it. And so this, if you rely, though, on sales, and that that's part of what you're doing, this is a major concern. And I've heard it often from people, especially when they're making a really big change in their work. Um, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to my career if I suddenly decide that I'm going to be I'm going to work in a more abstract vein than I have been or something and whatever it is or maybe um I'm very interested in in sculpture and I've only been painting you know <laughs> I mean these things can be can be very big and you've been maybe you've been known for what you do you're making some sales and you wonder what what kind of response am I going to get if I if I do this or maybe it's already underway and you're just like okay now what um, and I do think it's a legitimate concern, but I don't feel it's right to let it hold you back either. And we've talked a lot on this podcast about risk-taking, and this is a good example of that, right? Um, well, most of you, if, if you have had some success in sales uh, um, and in marketing your work, um, you probably got there by taking risks, and uh, you shouldn't stop now that you're at that point. Um, that's right. It, yeah, so um I think risk taking as we've we've mentioned can lead to much better results than you might imagine before you take it. Um and we we fear rejection. We fear people saying, "Oh, it's not as good or I don't want to deal with that anymore." But probably it's making your work better. I mean, in and maybe not at first. There's this transitional time that we'll talk about when you haven't quite uh, develop the new work to the point it should be. But um, overall, it's probably a sign of growth and better work down the road. So if you hold back from that, it's it's really quite sad. You won't, you won't make that step that could be a much better place for you. 
um, so these kind of changes can bring in a whole new audience for your work. Um, it can create a feeling of you as a very an impression of you as a very serious and dedicated artist, which you are if you're following through on these things, um, that you're on a new level, that you're, perhaps your work is more sophisticated um, and integrated and good things. Um, so I think, I think the hardest phase, as I said, to navigate is this transitional phase. And this can go on a long time. Um, as we mentioned in the last podcast with with uh, Joan, worked on developing a new technique for, for quite a few months. And even once you figure something out like that, there's still a period of time where you're not using it as well as you will be in another six months or so. You know, I mean, that's inevitable. If you keep working on it, you're going to get better with it. So I think there's this this period, and sometimes it's hard to recognize that it's transitional because as soon as you get something that you're happy with, the tendency may be to say, ah, you know, okay, I've got it now. Let's line up a show or two, you know. <laughs> In fact, it's usually one step forward, two steps back as you work with new ideas, whatever they are, whether they're technical or conceptual. You're, it, it just takes time to, to get your footing with this stuff. And it almost always takes a lot more time than you assume at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, whatever timeline you think you have for for this kind of developmental phase, uh, you know, at least triple it. It's it's going to take you some time. <laughs> that's one of those things that's true in a lot of areas of life, isn't it? You know, like anything you plan, you might as well figure it's going to take a lot more time than you initially think. And it's kind of our basic optimism, I suppose, that, yeah, we're on it. We're going to do it. Um but but to be patient and and let this evolve is is pretty important, and so there may be a time when, because of commitments you've made, that you may continue to show your older work for a little while, even though you've got this other stuff cooking that you're really excited about. It's not quite at the level of accomplishment that your older work has been. So that's something I think is important to accept when you're going through this time. And it it does mean, um, you know, in increasing your output. Uh, you're probably going to be working a lot more because you're trying to produce your kind of your, maybe your older style and develop this, this new project at the same time. Um, so it's, it's going to be a period of time where you're working very hard and we've talked in the past about avoiding burnout. Um, but it's, it's something that you got to be prepared for. Right. There are times when you really got to kick it. And, um, this could be one when you're, and especially if you have, if you have a deadline that's far enough away that you think, I can exhibit this new work, then you're really working hard to bring it up to the level that you're going to be comfortable exhibiting it. And I think, um, you know, as we've mentioned, the the outside world is sitting there the whole time if you're involved in galleries and exhibiting. And they're like looking over your shoulder saying, hmm, Okay, where is this going? Or is this ready to be exhibited? And I think I just have a little bit of general advice for this uh, navigating the public exhib- exhibiting of this new direction, which is can be a little tricky. That's part of the transition, right? When do you show this stuff? And um, in what ways do you show your new work? And I'd like to start with if you work with commercial galleries. And I think going into it, you have to realize that 
this new direction may mean that you you lose a gallery or two. And I think that's part of the the reality of it. But I think to balance it out, to realize that uh, galleries need to serve us as creative people just as we serve them with our work, and part of it is giving new work a chance. So if your gallery is unable or unwilling to give your new work a chance, um, not a good sign, really. On the other hand, they may know their clientele, and they may just say, you know what, I like this new stuff fine, but I don't believe I'm going to be able to sell it. And that's just the reality of the business. Um, yeah, I mean, successful gallery owners, at the end of the day, they, they know their customers and they know artists, and they understand that artists are going to change, their work is going to evolve, um, but they also know who is walking through their doors and yes. what they can sell. And very often, you know, galleries will say, uh, even when you approach them with your work for representation, they'll say, well, I really like it, but I know I can't sell it. And so that's that's just the reality of it. So, yes, your new work may not be – the gallery knows it's not going to appeal as much to their regular people. For And this would be, say, uh, of a radical change, like you're going to sculpture from painting or you're going into a more abstract way of painting from realism. And that's not what the gallery is about. And so that's – that's just something you just know. And, and so, okay, um, thank you very much. We've enjoyed a good relationship, but it's time to part ways. Are there gallery owners who will maybe make some suggestions as to where you could take that work? Oh, where, sure. Yeah. 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 And there are also gallery owners who will give it a chance, even if they have a feeling it's not going to work. And I, I always remember um, years ago, I worked with a gallery in Minneapolis that I changed my work quite a bit from a more... Um, direct approach to landscape, more recognizable and to more abstract. And I just remember talking to the owner before the show I had scheduled, and I was quite uh, afraid that she was going to say, forget it. And she said, I don't know, but let's give it a try. <laughs> and it did fine. And I just, you know, that's a wonderful thing. And if that happens, um, that's really good. Yeah. And if they're, you know, successful gallery owners, then once again, they've probably gotten to where they are by taking a risk now and then. Right. It was it would be a risk for and, her to do that. And yeah. Gallery space comes at a premium. Uh, they only they have very limited wall space. And uh, and so for them to be able to, you know, put work up on their walls that they are not sure if it's going to sell, it's that's a big risk for them. And And what the payoff when it does work, it may bring in new and different collectors who right. say, ah, I like this direction. Or maybe your older collectors are saying, oh, well, this is very new for her, but I like it. You know, that sort of thing, because they understand your work. So Yeah, you've built up a certain amount of capital with, with a certain clientele, and mm -hmm. uh, and they're they're willing to see where you're going with this. Well, and it, it shows that you're you're open to growth, that you're serious about what you're doing, and you're not just producing. You're not just cranking the same stuff out. And and there will definitely be people who appreciate that. So that's that's the good side. That's the upside. And and this is sort of a trusting that, okay, it may, it may not work out, but it may. And I'm just going to do what I have to do. And I've always told people when they ask me about this, you know, do, do the work that you want to do and then find the audience for it. It may not be the audience you currently have. <laughs> right. And and I think this is also why it's it's very important to develop a kind of a, a personal brand. Uh, you want to be able to develop relationships with your with your gallery owners and with the people who are purchasing your work, um, because a part of what they are are buying is you. 
You know, you want to have that mm-hmm. kind of that's that's why you, you want to show up to your openings and right. shake hands with people and, and be pleasant. And if you are perceived as somebody who's growing and changing for a lot of people, that's a very positive thing. Right. And it should be. I mean, it's it's part of what we do. Um, uh, so let's say um, I guess what I was talking about really is when you're when you're developing something and you have a show way down the road and you have time to negotiate this and talk about it, et cetera. But let's say uh, maybe the change is happening right now. You're you're coming along with it. You're doing fine. But your show is not that far away, <laughs> and this is this is probably the most challenging situation. Um, right, it's crunch time. Yes, so definitely let the gallery know what's going on because the worst thing you can do is show up at the last minute with different work or send them images of different work when they ask for them two or two or three weeks before the show for publicity, and they're like, "What? Where did this come from?" You know, like that's just not fair to anyone. So, right, and then uh, people show up, you know, at the opening or what have you, and and they're expecting to see certain work and they're not seeing it, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the people who might be interested in in this other work that you've brought instead aren't there. <laughs> right. Now that so that would be the worst case scenario, I think, is just pull a switcheroo at the last minute. Um, but I think if you are in transition, there there are ways to sort of ease your new work in and consulting with the gallery about that is the thing to do. And so if they're willing to include some of the new work in the show, you you can pull it off with a mixture of old work and new work. And there so if the new work is radically different it can it can be an interesting show. I think there would be um, evidence of change and connect, people could make connections between the old and the new. Um, it may not be as radically different as you perceive it to be because a lot of this change that goes on is kind of internal. And so the gallery person may say, well, you say it's really different, but you know, I think it goes fine with your older work. So bring a few of your newer ones in as well. Um, I just uh, had an exhibit in Atlanta, and it was kind of interesting because it was largely my newer work that I've been changing into for the last couple of years. Uh, but there was there was a little extra wall space, and the gallery owner brought out some of my older work that he had in inventory that I was surprised related strongly to the newer work. And it was also quite different. It didn't have the definite shapes that a lot of my work has now. But the line work in it and the textures and everything made it work. And it was interesting. And I thought, wow, I would not have expected that. Well, sometimes you you get kind of, I don't know, tunnel vision. And, and you see, you can't see the forest for the trees. You, you, <laughs> yes. see, you see the little nit- nitty details, right, but you don't get into, you don't see the big picture and how yeah. things kind of fit together. So so your gallery can actually help you make those connections by saying, well, I think this one from, you know, five years ago works really well with this show. And like, really? Oh, okay. I can see it, you know. So allow the, allowing your gallery owner into the process is important. And especially if you trust them and, and you should and their vision for your work. Um, and it can really make for a strong show. So, um, I think I think be prepared for whatever. If you've got something coming up, be open. Be open to suggestions about what to do, and um, and as I've mentioned before, too, to not show stuff that isn't truly developed. But if you have some stuff that's ready to be shown, uh, see how it could work. Um, 
And so, uh, and just realize for the gallery, it is always business. <laughs> they may decide to hold off on the newer work. And so that's all right. Uh, be aware, too, that sometimes some galleries will approach you and say, well, how about some more of that older work? You know, that's always shown well. And that's where you have to decide what you're comfortable with. Are you really done with that older stuff? Is it, has it run its course? And if so, you know, stand your ground and say, no, I'm, I've moved on. Um, and I think that's, that's where it gets a little risky and you may, you may lose your gallery. Um, another situation that you may run into is a non-commercial gallery. So let's say you have a show a few months away that's at a, uh, an, a community exhibition space or something where you, you're the one curating it. You're the one in control of what is, what is shown. And I think, um, that's a case where you kind of think, well, I'm on, I'm on to something here. Maybe I'm going to set my own goal here and say that, yes, I will be ready to show this work by the time this one rolls around and, and no one else has, has to have a say about it, really. It's up to you. So in that case, I would say set your goals and go for it. Work hard and get that new work up to the point where you're ready to show it. Um, and that's a that's an interesting situation. You've set yourself a deadline. And um, by working hard, you can get there. And so you so those are some of the situations you may find yourself in with during this transitional phase or this change. Do you go for it with a new work? Do you maybe you need to hold back some of the older work if you have a show coming up and um, you need to fill it out with with the older work and to to work with your galleries and see what they feel comfortable with or what they what they're willing to do. Um, um, I think it is very important to set deadlines for yourself, though, even if they're even if even if you don't have a like a hard, you know, you you're someone else is counting on you. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to have deadlines because if you if you put yourself in a situation where you have to produce results on a certain timeline, uh, more than likely you will. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that sometimes kind of. Box, boxing yourself into a corner can be very beneficial. Um, it, it forces you to act yeah. and, and to to take decisive action, yeah. um, which which can really end up propelling you in, in the right direction in the long term. Yeah, and that gets back to earlier discussions we've had about goal setting and that sort of thing. And and maybe you know when you when you've got a change going on, you're feeling good about it, you're excited about it. You might say something to yourself like, "By you know." Four or five months from now, six months from now, depending on your own work schedule, I want to have uh, enough of this new stuff as a body of work to show it to a new gallery or to arrange an exhibit of my own or something. However you work with selling your work, but set a goal for yourself as to when you want this new stuff to be ready. And then... Uh, yeah, like you say, that does. If if you can if you can believe in your own deadlines, which I think is a problem for people, they're kind of changeable, right? Right. It's 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 too easy if nobody else is like relying on you to just mm -hmm. kind of roll your eyes at your own deadlines. But if you if you take them very seriously, um, and and you commit to it, 
Um, I think that it, it forces you uh, to to make decisions, you know, to to push yourself, to work a little bit harder, and uh, and in the long run, I think I think it'll it'll help you a lot. A lot of people, their their best output is when their back is up against the wall. So uh, I, I totally agree with that. I I tend to produce most of my work for exhibits now in the in the several months before they go up, and it's it does bring a certain focus to it. Um, one of the ways to get around having it be only your own goal is to involve someone else. And whether that's a gallery where you say, can you can you show my work eight months from now or a year from now? Or um, it's just something that you set up for yourself. You're going to show in the library or something. And um, that, you know, maybe that's the first step you need to take. It's bold, you know, you're in the middle of something new. But... Um, Boldness uh, helps us, doesn't it, to to grow and yeah, change? Yeah, fortune favors the bold. You might it say it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? Um. Yeah i I think basically that um, to recognize change as necessary and um, try to embrace it in positive ways, but but to also be realistic and expect some obstacles in terms of getting it out there and how people are going to respond to it, which may or may not happen. It may all go really well. Um, and you may feel really, really good about the change right away, or it may take a little while. But if it's really a change for the better, I think trusting that good things will follow in time is important. It, I mean, you don't want to become blocked or held back out of fear of people's reaction. It may actually be quite the opposite it may be a very positive response yeah the 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 kind of the the common vein through the last uh, i guess three episodes has been take risks um you know act decisively and boldly mm-hmm. um you know don't hold back uh it, if you want to be able to to make that easier on yourself um there's a there's a few things you can do you can you can save and plan so that money doesn't get too tight you can set yourself deadlines um and really force yourself to to produce um and uh and you have to be also patient with yourself and you know, understand that these things take time. So you need to to give yourself more time than you think you need. And you need to have like a good line of communication with the people who are selling your work and the people who are buying your work um, and and yeah. really uh, rely on their feedback um, because that's that's incredibly important. Um, your gallery owner and operator is is going to give you uh, very real feedback because they are running a business. Um, you know, your your Facebook friends may be very supportive and well-intentioned, but they're not necessarily, they're, a lot of times they're going to tell you just what they, they think mm-hmm. you want to hear, not necessarily what you need to hear mm-hmm. in order to, to be successful. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, kind of the bottom line is embracing change means you're taking yourself very seriously as an artist. Um, you're saying, I need to do this. This is part of the process. It's difficult, um, but I need to go with it. And when you take yourself seriously, other people do too. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of, I'd say, the bottom line. Well, that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Please make sure to check out squeegeepress.com as well as www.rebeccacroll.com and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. 
please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.